of Deuteronomy chapter 1, I read from verse 3. Deuteronomy chapter 1, I read from verse 3. Verse 3. Deuteronomy chapter 1. Verse 3, I read. And it came to pass in the 40th year, in the 11th month, on the first day of the month, that Moses spoke unto the children of Israel, according unto all that the Lord had given him in commandment unto them. After he had slain Sihon the king of the Amorites, which dwelt in Heshbon, and of the king of Bashan, which dwelt at Asherah in Eden. Verse 5. On this side Jordan, in the land of Moab, began Moses to declare this law, saying, The Lord our God spake unto us in Horeb, saying, Ye have dwelt long enough in this mount. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Bible makes us to understand in that passage that on the first day of the 11th month in that particular year, the children of Israel had just accomplished a few things. A few things, some of which lasted 40 years. Some of which were just experiences along the way, along the path of their journey. What are some of those few things? We don't have much time. We are going to look at one or two of them. There are things we have overcome because of what God has prepared that lies ahead. Now I want to tell someone in our midst today, your glory you will attain in Jesus' name. Amen. That which the Lord has prepared for you, you will not lose in Jesus' name. Amen. The first thing that God had taken the children of Israel through was the wilderness wandering. So, on this first day of November, they were being reminded that their wilderness experience was over. And I want to tell someone here today, your wilderness experience is over. Amen. Your wilderness wandering is over. Amen. God is taking you into your next round. Amen. God is taking you into your next level. Amen. Brethren, the days that are left unto the end of this year, they are very important dates. Very important, not only for this year, but for the years that lie ahead. Remember what the Bible says, when men are talking of what? Of a casting down. He says, some of us will be talking of what? Of a lifting up. Your season of lifting has come. Amen. Somebody does not like that prayer. I say, your season of lifting has come. Amen. So when they were made, they were reminded that their wilderness wandering was over. What does it mean? It means their lack and deprivation had been defeated. Amen. And I want to tell someone here today, your lack is defeated. Amen. Your deprivation is defeated. Amen. You know what Psalm 34 verse 10 says? Many of us know that passage. Psalm 34 verse 10. It says, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. How many of you here seek the Lord? So long as you seek the Lord, the Lord is saying, you will not want any good thing. Amen. You will not lack any good thing. In the wilderness, brethren, the children of Israel were in the wilderness, we are told, for 40 years. But do you realize that in that wilderness, God provided manna for the children of Israel? He provided what? Manna. In Exodus chapter 16, from verse 12 to verse 15, we are not going to read it, but Exodus 16, verse 12 
to verse 15. God said, why are these people murmuring? I will give them food. I will give them meat. I will give them bread. And that's exactly what he did. The Bible says in verse 21, that they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. So God gave them sufficient provision for each day when they were in the wilderness. In other words, maybe you've been in the wilderness. And what I mean by being in the wilderness? Every day, you have enough to eat. But you don't have enough to save. And I'm sure that situation addresses somebody. There's enough to eat. There's enough to maybe pay rent or pay mortgage, pay utilities and pay this and that. And by the time you have paid it all, you have $100 left to go to no fuels. You dare not go to Zest. Because if you go to Zest, that $100 will buy something that is worth $50. But you know if you take it to no fuels, oh, you are going to be able to buy sufficient for until the next paycheck. That is wilderness provision. Tell somebody that is wilderness provision. But the Lord is saying on this first day of November 2020 that somebody here is living behind the wilderness. Amen. That you are moving from the wilderness to something more glorious in Jesus' name. Amen. The only excess that the children of Israel had in terms of provision in the wilderness was that on the sixth day, they had enough food that would last for both the sixth day and what? And the seventh day. But if on the seventh day, if they try to keep anything beyond that uh, a minimum provision, what happened? The Bible says any manner they try to keep, it will do what? It, will get, it becomes rotten. If that was the provision of the wilderness. So that even when you think that, okay, I think I have enough that I can keep till next week. Before you know it, what happens to it? This genetically modified food will prove to you that, no, this one is wilderness provision. You can't keep it till next week. You can't keep it till next month. But the Lord is saying to someone here again today, your wilderness experience is over. Amen. He's taking you into a new land. Amen. He's taking you into a new provision. Amen. You will have a special testimony. Amen. His name will be glorified in your life. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. The second thing that had happened to these children of Israel at this point was that the Bible makes us to understand that Sihon the warrior had been slain. There was a king by, by name Sihon. And this king, the meaning of that name is warrior. Warrior. Now, he was not just an ordinary warrior. He was, number one, an obstacle on the path of the children of the children of Israel to progress. And every obstacle on your path to progress, the Lord is telling someone here today, that obstacle has been slain. Amen. The Lord is telling someone here today, he has taken care of that obstacle. Sihon, the Amorite, represents the stumbling block on the path of your divine possession. He is the one that will not help you, but will prevent you from getting help from others. Maybe you've had encounters with someone like that. It's enough for him to say, sorry, oh, I cannot help you. But he goes beyond that. 
He makes sure that everyone that wants to help you, they are not able to help you. That is a Simon. And if you have such a one in your life, today, his presence is terminated in Jesus' name. I say his presence is terminated in Jesus' name. Look at what happened. In Numbers 21, verse 21 to verse 25, the Bible says, Moses sent messengers unto this man, Sihon, the king of the Amorites, and said, we are going to pass through your land. We will not turn to the right or to the left. We will not take anything. If we eat your food, we will buy it. All the man had to say is, no, we are not going to allow you to pass through our land. Find another way. What did he do? He came out with his army to fight Israel. Like some of us will say, ah, what are we talking about? How did it escalate to this level? But it is because God had determined that that king and his people will be wiped out. There's someone that is waging a warfare against you. That person is waging that warfare because his season has ended. I say his season has ended. And your own season is beginning. And beginning from this day, you will be celebrated in Jesus' name. Because when this man came against Israel, God sent a message to Moses. He said, go ahead. Don't be afraid of him. Face him. And when you look at the, 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 the story of the children of Israel, after this man had been defeated, and all everything that happened to him wiped out, the Islam was given to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Somebody's inheritance has come. Amen. When I'm talking of inheritance, I don't mean that maybe your grandfather left it for you, or your father left it for you, or your stepmother left it for you. No. But your inheritance has come. Because beginning from this first day of November, I want you to see every battle that confronts you as an opportunity for testimony. Remember what the Lord has said unto us? That every day for the rest of this year, somebody will have a testimony. I said somebody will have a testimony. You will testify in Jesus' name. Because the battles will come. The Bible makes us to understand that it is when you pass through, not if you pass through. But when you pass through, victory is assured. The Lord is saying unto you, you will overcome. Tell somebody, I will overcome. Now tell the person, you will overcome. You will overcome in Jesus' name. In Isaiah chapter 40, Isaiah chapter 40 verse 2, the Bible says, Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem. And cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished. That her iniquity is pardoned. For she had received of the Lord of the Lord's hands double for all her sins. In other words, she had gone through experiences beyond whatever sin was committed. I mean, he or she had committed. And that's a word of comfort that is coming to someone here today. Maybe because of the circumstances of the year 2020. It's been as if the only problem in this nation, I mean, is where? It's upon you. It's as if no other person has problems. Before they define it, you can say, I've, I've seen that one too. I've experienced that one too. But the Lord is saying, I'm putting an end to it. Amen. I said, the Lord is saying, I'm putting an end to it. Amen. He said, your warfare is accomplished. Not because you are fighting, but because who is fighting? God. Because God is fighting. 
and the victory is yours in Jesus' name. And the third point I want to bring out there is, Og the giant has been slain. There is a giant that was on your path to victory. The Lord is saying to someone here today, the giant is slain. Who is the giant? He's an unprovoked aggressor. He's an unprovoked aggressor. He is the Goliath that your David will put to shame in Jesus' name. Every Goliath on your path to progress. God himself will fight that Goliath for you. And your victory will be assured in the name of Jesus. The children of Israel on the first day of that 11th month had an encounter with God. And do you know, brethren, from that day onwards, their circumstances changed. From that day, they began to prepare to possess. You are possessing your possession. I said you are possessing your possession. So from today onwards, begin to prepare. To do what? To do what? To possess your possessions. To possess your possessions. To possess your possessions. We see that story in Numbers 21, 33 to 35. But in 1 Samuel chapter 17, as we round up, 1 Samuel 17, from verse 45 to verse 47, we see where David stood before his own Goliath. Do you realize, brethren, that Goliath was not meant to fight David? Is that not so? Goliath wasn't meant to fight David. Goliath was meant to fight the, I mean, a big man, a huge man, a warrior, a prepared warrior of Israel. David called them the armies of the living God. But when the time of warfare came, they were nowhere to be found. They are chickened out. So the battle that was for those mighty men of, 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 of war, the Eliabs and whatever the names of his elder brothers, David, the young man, got there and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine to defy the army of the living God? And God said, you will do it. And God is telling someone here today, you will do it. Amen. I said, God is telling you, you will do it. Amen. Brethren, I want you to remember one thing. When your examinations come, it is that you may be what? Ah, somebody is sleeping. When your examinations come, it is that you may be what? It is that you may be promoted. You don't pass, you are going nowhere. But when you pass, you go to the next level. The fiercer, I hope that is correct English. The fiercer your examination, the more difficult the examination you face, the more glorious the glory that lies ahead. Does that make sense? Sister Penina, that's her name, right? Sister Penina was tormenting Sister Hannah every day. And the Bible says Sister Hannah was doing what? She was crying. And her husband was comforting her. When God answered Sister Hannah, did you hear the time of Penina again? I don't even know the meaning of her name. But today, you cannot talk about the history of Israel without mentioning who? Samuel. See, when the battle looks the fiercest, oh, that's why the Bible says, weeping may endure for how long? For how long? Only one night, but joy comes in the morning. You know, at that point that it looks as if the whole world has turned against you, begin to rejoice. 
Begin to do what? Begin to rejoice because your season of celebration has come. Because God has begun to do what he has proposed to do. And I will rejoice with you. I will celebrate with you. On this first day of November 2020, the Lord is saying unto someone here today, the worst is over. I said the worst is over. The Lord is saying to someone here today, glory lies ahead. The Lord is saying to someone here today, I've prepared the way. There will still be challenges. But there are challenges that are meant to do what? To lift you up. To promote you. To take you to the next level. The Lord is saying, all those obstacles have been converted to stepping stones. The Lord is saying that the land of Sihon and the land of Og, the land of the warrior and the land of the giant, they are yours to possess. I said they are yours to possess. I said they are yours to possess. You just need to step in and possess that which the Lord is giving unto you. Not only will you celebrate, you will celebrate.